Well, hello, Region, and welcome to the 31st episode of Talk Local. Today, I was joined by Jake Rhodes and Nate Ritchie of Bear Complex, um, a crown point company that focuses on CrossFit accessories, in particular the grip tape is which got them on the map nationally. They are an incredible company that is scaling at a crazy speed. Um, and it was awesome to have them on. The interview goes for about 40 minutes, um, and it's really focused in on um, the successes they've had, uh, how the birth of the company, and what kind of scale they've been on, and it's been, it was a phenomenal talk. Um, so without further ado, here is our conversation with Nate Ritchie and Jake Rhodes of Bear Complex. You guys were into CrossFit beforehand. This is not something that you guys were just kind of getting into. You saw a market for. You just saw you were you were participants. You were athletes in the in the field, and then it was just like, well, there's a hole in this. We think we could really kick it. Is that essentially where it starts? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we were just working out, and we liked doing the CrossFit workouts. And Jake was doing it before I was, and he got me into it um, right after I got done coaching. And uh, one day we were sitting around and we're like, man, we can make these hand grips better than anything else that's out there because everything we were using was either hurting or pinching or just was made kind of kind of crappy and uh, had no really was not planning on making this a business. It was just like we can make something better. We can throw it up online and maybe we could sell a few, you know, like on eBay or Amazon or something like that. And at the same time, we were kind of doing some homework about selling online and we started selling uh, through these grips and we couldn't keep them in stock and it just kind of kept going like that. And to this day, we still have inventory issues because of, of the growth. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just, you know, it was a non-planned, you know, uh, venture from the start. So the crazy. <laughs> and, and it was just you two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so I think that's, we'll talk about the, the success for sure and the growth because I'm super fascinated by that and how you can manage that and scaling at your pace, right? Because that's a whole nother animal. Yeah. Um, the growth can be a problem, right, you know? Right. Um, but so it's you two guys starting it off. It sounds like it's coming out of something that's just really um, organic, right? Who's the engineer to set up the prototype for the first one? Because <laughs> I mean, it's, are, are, does any of you guys like have like a background in that? We do not. No. Uh, <laughs> actually, Nate, Nate and myself are both. We were full time in medical sales for a number of years, and we just knew at some point we needed to stop working for the man. You know. Yeah. And get out of that, and that's kind of how this whole thing started. Like, let's just try something and see what happens. Um, but with that, with the the hand grips to protect. Uh, Basically, they're to protect your hands when you're doing high volume gymnastics worth work like pull ups or bar muscle ups or um, toes a bar, which are various um, uh, movements within the CrossFit space. And uh, we knew kind of what we wanted, and we sent out uh, a bunch of ideas to manufacturers around the world. And uh, we had some sketches and things that we sent out there, but um, so we were getting these packages back for a number of weeks, and everything that we got back, we opened it up and we were all excited, like, all right, maybe this is it. And we'd open it up and be like, eh, you know, like, will it work? Yes, but are we gonna be happy to and proud to put our name on it? And um, so probably the first five, six, seven packages that came back, they were just like, okay, you know? Gotcha. Uh, and then eventually we got one back from a manufacturer and we opened it up and it was almost like the box was glowing. So it was like, <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what we've been looking for. Um, so we, we kind of got it and ran with that. And then uh, a really high level athlete uh, by the name of Nick Yorankar, who's out of uh, South Bend, Granger area. So he's somewhat local, um, was at a competition at, at one of the local gyms in Valparaiso. And um, 
we kind of got an introduction to him and uh, he had been to the CrossFit Games a couple of times and had a, had a pretty good social media following and we got him to try the grips. Actually, Nate went out to his gym in uh, South Bend and took him to him and, and uh, at, at first he was, he had, he had a little bit of feedback for you, right? And yeah, then, yeah. At first he was like, you know what, these are really nice. He goes, I'd really like to wear them, but he's like, I won't. Where I'm like, why? He's like, well, there's a couple of things that you need to address, a couple changes. And we're like, man, we thought we had it all figured out. And uh, so he said, do this, do that. And it's just a couple minor changes, but they were important changes. And uh, we came back and we're like, shoot, we're gonna have to go, go through this whole process again of you know research and development. But we did, and because uh, we thought it was that important. And uh, we got the changes made, got the, got, the, got the grips back, ran them back out there. And he's like, yep this is it this is it he goes i'd be i'd be happy to represent you guys and um he's been a sponsored athlete of ours ever since and uh, he just actually made the crossfit games again this year which is oh. really cool so um but uh but that I mean yeah that was very impactful very oh impactful. heck yeah and so that is that you guys are still maintaining your full-time jobs at that point when you're when you're developing a prototype yeah i mean we did it for what two two and a half years yeah. um full-time uh working medical sales and then uh doing basically <laughs> bear complex full-time realistically um so yeah so it was it was pretty crazy and then trying to raise you know five crazy kids oh yeah yeah, yeah. i like we were talking a little off the air like i have mine and i can't imagine when you start to add more than one i'm already overwhelmed so yeah. I, that's off to that no doubt about it um right. the uh the prototype gets kind of done and so you're talking you, you still had that full-time job for like two and a half years into this like out of the three-year like lifespan you guys have already mentioned yeah we quit last Right before oh, the games. Yeah, right before the CrossFit Games last year because we no knew way. if we did not do that, we were somebody was probably going to die. One of us, <laughs> our, our family, our wives were going to kill us. Some somebody was not making it out alive. So uh, we did it, and thankfully Nate was uh, pushing a little bit. I'm, I'm a little more reserved on that stuff. Nate's step on the gas and and knock on wood, it's all it's all worked out. But uh, it allowed us to focus our energy full time, you know? There was days we, we had a warehouse um, over here in Crown Point and he'd be showing up in his, in his suit and tie and I'd be in my scrubs, you know, because we were in procedures and different things throughout the day. And now we're like packing boxes and, and uh, you know, getting orders out. And it's just, it was like a nonstop deal for a number of years, so. Oh yeah, and yeah. the medical sales game takes up a lot of time too. And yeah. you have the travel. Right, yep. and a lot of it is like I'm guessing like lunches with doctors and offices yep. and setting that up, right? right? And what kind of medical sales were you guys doing in particular? We're both in cardiology. Oh yeah. no way! So you're dealing with <laughs> and doctors are an interesting group of people, man. We yeah. we've there's shot. some really good ones out there, actually. Sure. But sometimes you know they're not. Yeah. yeah, they're not in the best yeah. mood, you know. Oh yeah, we so. we did a, uh, we've done commercials for like ortho and stuff, and um, just an interesting group. Yeah, because um, they, they all they all want to be like they all want to market, but they also don't want to look dumb in their right. capacity, you know. Right. And so it's like they don't want to really want to be around beers, and they because it's like you don't want a doctor who's going to be working on you to be drinking beers and videos, you right. know. You right. Know? Yeah. So it's an interesting thing, but um, fascinating that that would be kind of the leap. And where do you guys see your guys' uh, skill sets coming from that job to helping you out today when it comes to it? Just, just route sales, getting to talk to people at that point. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's I think I think it's two phases one i think it to be in sales to be in out, outside sales you've got to have a motivation to get out of bed every day and go knock on a door and, and get used to being told no so there's got to be that just that internal drive to go be successful and i think that's what allowed us to scale 
you know, the company as well as just grind every day and be able to overcome different obstacles that could get you down, you know, depress you a little bit. Sure. So that would be number one. Um, and then number two is, you know, when we're out and about and we're, we're meeting with, whether it's networking with other companies or networking with athletes and, and kind of that outside sales comes out in just, you know, the form of communication. Um, it's allowed us to, I think, so simple things, well, I shouldn't say simple things, but become a sponsor of the CrossFit Games, for instance. You know, had we not, uh, I think, really approached the opportunity, that we, how, how much we wanted it, I don't know that we would have gotten the deal. Um, so I think that that's where the sales has really come into play for us to be successful. Like, yeah, your model pretty much for sales, though, has been kind of like just through influencers. Is that really been probably like the biggest model for you guys? It's been huge. I, I think that gives us the credibility sure. at, at, at the start. Um, and, and to touch on what Nate said there, um, I think we've gone about it a little different in that with these athletes we brought onto our team, one, we want to make sure that they're good people that really like the product and are fun to be around. Uh, but two, we make sure that we go and see each one. Like if we're going to do a deal, we go go take them, their girlfriend, wife, uh, husband, boyfriend, whatever, out to dinner. We do the real personal touch. So, I mean, we'll fly out there and, and hang out with them for a few days and work out with them. And, and I think they really appreciate that. And, and going back to the medical side of things, um, I think the relationship piece of that is very important. In addition to that, we do some of the largest um, CrossFit events in the world, you know, and being there and in, in our time doing booths and trade shows and things in the medical industry, um, you know, we really know how to, to work a booth and, and, and engage the people um, in our customer base. And a lot of it's just being present and connecting with those people because those are the people that are spending their hard-earned money with us and being part of that community. So I think that helps really. Sure, and yeah. what a great community. The mentality of a person who's in CrossFit, they love CrossFit. There's very, there's very rare to you somebody who's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really into it, but I do it. You know, it's like people are into it. It's a lifestyle. Do you know that uh, uh, language? No, you Good. can cuss. Okay. Yeah, All go right. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know the number one rule of CrossFit? No. Never shut the fuck up about CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, to go to your point, so. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, kind of like the fight club thing, right? So Sure. Yeah. And it's like a real posse. Like, I've been with somebody out, and like, uh, his name's Josh Marlowe. I don't know if you know him. Oh, yeah. That's one of our buddies. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, it's like you, they all gravitate towards each other. It's like I, it's like all of a sudden there's a pack of them, right? All seeing each other from across the bar like the warriors, you know, like yeah. the old day that movie. But it was like all of a sudden they're coming out and they're hanging out, and it's like they're, they're that's what they're doing. I mean, it's crazy to see like the family and brotherhood out of it. It's right. a cult. It's a cult, and you can spot <laughs> we can, you, you can spot one a mile away too, just by the shoes they're wearing, the clothes they're wearing. Something really? simple. It's just like. They're a fitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So how do you guys pick your sponsors? Like the, the people that you want to join your team, you mentioned like the moral compass of the whole thing and you're making sure they're good, good people, but you don't really know that from a distance, right? So you got to go out there and meet them. How do you guys kind of survey that and prospect? You know, that's a great question. Um, we've been very fortunate in the aspect of the, the, the athletes that we've sponsored, um, where the few that we started working with in the beginning um, have, we, we got to know them on a really uh, personal level. And then they've also helped push us to certain individuals that they've known were good people to, to start with. Um, Cause the last thing we want to do is have a working relationship with somebody that you don't enjoy working with. Right. Sure. And, uh, and so being able to take those um, connections and uh, you know, just be able to run with those has been good. And so like Jake said, 
we will we'll go out and we'll we'll sit down and we'll have a dinner and we'll get to know the people before we really commit and uh, want to make sure that it's going to be you know a fit for both of us and uh, and so far we've we've in our opinion have hit home runs on those athletes and uh, we have a great time with them awesome well I know the the following you guys have is insane I know when uh, your wife reached out and I was like okay well that seems pretty cool because I'm not in the game like I'm not you know I know a lot of people that do it and everything um, I always thought like I would be a workout that I'd be into though because it's not running like every, I played sports that yeah. like every time you ran it was because you're in trouble running you know? <laughs> running's off the worst like I was like on the line you know um, so like I need some form of ball and competition like that's just how I've always been like a dog you know, um, but I would definitely love to check it out. The workout times, I know it's like an early morning thing, right? For the most part, it's, I know there's like afternoon classes and stuff too, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. usually morning or, or afternoon. Occasionally some gyms have like some midday stuff, but. Oh, that's cool. We'll get you in there at 5 a.m. All right. All right. I know, I know you're take it easy on that. me, man. Don't, don't bring out that puke bucket, no especially flip, with video. No flip cup. No, no, before. not the night before. <laughs> Today would have been a good day for it. I could have gotten all the toxins out of it from the Bears game yeah. yesterday. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about you guys since you guys are a partnership. I'm sure you guys have some offsetting strengths and weaknesses. Uh, do you guys have your defined roles that kind of you work off of each other? Yeah, I, I think that that's uh, something that we're always trying to manage because things are moving so fast right now and we're experiencing a tremendous amount of growth. Actually, we just brought on um, Nate's youngest brother, Austin, and uh, my younger brother. Um, so Nate's brother actually took his medical job uh, when Nate stepped back, and then now, now he has now stepped away and, and come to work with us as well. And then uh, my brother just got out of five years in the army, um, and he just moved from Seattle all the way over here with his wife to, to no come way. work for us as well. And what we're trying to do with them is kind of uh, mirror ourselves, so to speak, because we spend so much time doing so many different things and wearing so many hats that we need some backup, you know, to take some of the pressure off. Um, so we're in the process of kind of molding them right now to, to deal with manufacturers and suppliers and, and different things like that. So I think that's going to be huge for us. Oh, yeah. So we can focus on the growth and the travel and, and uh, the marketing efforts and um, social media and all that, all that stuff that comes with it. Um, so I think with that, um, we're going to be able to continue our growth pattern. So how many forward. employees are you up to at this point? We've got uh, we've got. 10 full-time and then we've got a couple contractors we have a like a social guy out of virginia we have a graphic uh girl that we work with pretty closely so uh crazy so yeah <laughs> 10 to 12 ish right now yeah. the people don't realize how how like much anxiety goes into when your time becomes money yeah. You know, and like you can only focus on certain things because the scale and the, the pace of what you guys, you guys are outgrowing yourself daily, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm feeling a lot of the same pressures here. It's just that you wish there was, I, I leave here every day wishing there was six more hours in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's just not enough time to get everything you need accomplished. And so having those people and having that growth, I think is like the million dollar question, right? How to do it to, with the best transition. Right. Because it's not easy. You, yeah. you rely on yourself so much. And um, you guys both at work ethics, I'm guessing, are through the roof, right? Well, it, and it's not only that. It's hard to part with certain things, too, like certain certain jobs that you've been used to handling. And you, you kind of know how to make sure it's done the right way. And you know that uh, this is how you want it done. And then to try to kind of hand it off to, you know, Austin or Alec and or somebody else and say, okay, take it, run with it. And yeah. you're still kind of, you know, just it's a little tough to just let it completely go. Um, but yeah, but I mean, but that's also, I think, part of the reason why we're, why we, we're at where we're at today is because of that, being able to um, 
you know, just, just drive ourselves to make sure things are done the right way and, and just keep going with it and going with it. So sure. Um, where, how do you like outside of your brothers, um, the other people that you've hired full time, uh, do you have something that you're looking for directly from them? I mean, from a personality standpoint, are you trying to like surround yourself with a reinforcement of a positive team? I mean, clear, obviously, right. But how do you do it? Yeah, I'd say, well, first of all, Nate and myself for the two oldest people in the building, right? So I can every, relate. Yeah. Every, everybody on our team is what, uh, outside of our wives, um, 26, 20s, yeah. 26 and younger, um, which is really good because it keeps us fresh. You know, they're yeah. onto the new, the new trends and, you know, they're not shy to be like, you guys are old, man. Listen to what we're talking about here, you know? So we, we need some of that young blood in there. Um, and, and then the other thing is like we, we originally started with the the grips you know but now we have over 35 different products that we sell you know so it's it's constantly keeping uh their brains wrapped around that kind of stuff to to think of new products so we can develop and, and get it into the pipeline and and bring new stuff out crazy so, so part of that expansion then because going from one grip is one thing going yeah. to 35 like skews is a whole nother animal right yeah. and so how do you maintain the same level of pr like like focus on that, the, on the thirty-four other ones, when yet you know how much focus it took to build that one. Yeah, does that make any sense? Well, I mean, that's that's probably the hard part. You yeah. know, I mean, that's, that's probably the hardest part. And you know, I'm probably getting a little anxiety even thinking about it right now because we have like over two hundred SKUs. It's just we have different variations, different sizes, different colors, different Crazy. patterns. Yeah, just all that when you start throwing that into the mix, it's like oh my goodness. And to Jake's point. Um, you know, to stay fresh on all that. It's not even just, yeah, we're constantly looking to add new products, but you also gotta stay fresh with those designs and the color combinations and, and you know, be able to bring something new to market of, the, of, of a current product. Sure. And make sure that, you know, you're staying out there in front of the competition from that standpoint and to handle all that. Um, that's why, you know, it's been important to grow this team and, uh, and to try to scale it quickly, but also smart, you know, being smart with it and, and having individuals around us that can see that vision and be able to handle that workload where it's not just me and Jake sitting around saying, okay, what are we going to do with this new weightlifting belt this month, you know, mm -hmm. or something like that. And, uh, and that's where, that's where it's, it's really important even moving forward as we continue to add new team members. At what point did you guys realize this was going to be just insane? That it was that the growth was like out and manning you and it's time to not do it, not to have the other job anymore. Well, at what point did it come? That was, I don't know, probably at the beginning of, what are we in 2018 2017 mm -hmm. maybe january like last year and then it took about six seven months to finally say all right we need to just walk away because you know you're ready to pull your hair out every day <laughs> going to the medical job when really our whole energy and focus was on on bear complex and growing the brand sure you know, and, and trying to separate that and it really wasn't fair to you know, in, in my case, it wasn't fair to my team members that I was doing the medical job with, and that was one of the biggest things. Is like, I wasn't giving it 100%, and I should be, you know? Um, so I think that was it, um, for me anyway. Well, um, and at that same time, you know, stress levels were high. I mean, just amongst all of us, like us and our wives, trying to handle everything. Because at that time, it was really just like a four or five man I mean, that was just like four or five. That's shipping everything it. out. That's so, yeah, we were, our, our wives were handling full-time customer service, and we were all trying to uh, basically um, team up on the shipping of the products. And so it, stress levels were getting high. We started having regular meetings with our accountant to basically, okay, this is where we got to start to get this thing to, to be able to go full-time. And that was what we started working for uh, in January of last year in 2017. So then when we started getting ready for the games, we knew we weren't going to be able to go do the CrossFit games and be, still be working full-time by that time. And um, so we were able to get a plan in place and start 
kind of weaning off and yeah. you know going full time so so it was that, crazy in that time period i know from what we've been doing here and like the growth is a lot of fun right because there's a lot of wins you're not losing a lot of battles at that point yeah. right and what are some of the highlights of those wins that you've had that like you guys have both just tied one on that night because you just you, 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 you <laughs> at least both perceived it as success Go ahead. I, I was gonna say the the one night we were over here at, at uh where we were prime or umi with um we hit 39. Oh, with Pete. With Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we were with his buddy Pete. So his buddy Pete has had a tremendous amount of success. Uh, he, he's in Iowa, had a tremendous amount of success on Amazon uh, in the past. And he came in here one weekend to talk to us more about Amazon and things like that. And there was our previous best. This was, this was pretty soon off. I think our previous best was like 20 units or something on Amazon. And one night we're out to dinner and um, you know we're just kind of talking about the business and all of a sudden the sales just keep going up and up because you can check it on your app on your phone. And uh, like our previous best I think was 20 and that night we hit 39 and it was like, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saki bombs. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. like that, man. And that was kind of like one of those really, uh, really cool moments because he happened to be here talking about all this stuff and for whatever reason we like doubled our previous best on that day which uh was pretty cool you know at that moment oh yeah that was one of the early on that was one of the early yeah that was one of the early ones and then i would say a, a couple that really stick out and we were just having a conversation about this guy um just before we got on here uh rich froning whenever he reached out and was basically like i love your grips i mean this is like the michael jordan of crossfit right so he's like i love your grips i'd love to make a custom grip with you guys, and we're like, whoa! Like, what is this serious? So that was one, and then and then being able to uh, work out the deal to be the sp the hand grip sponsor of the yeah. CrossFit Games. I mean, obviously, that's just going to be one of the one of the major ones. But um, and there's all kinds of little wins. Oh you know, yeah, we could probably yeah. sit here and talk about all kinds of little wins yeah. that you know a lot of people probably don't don't think of it like we would. But um, you know, those are the ones that are probably more enjoyable. You know, are the little wins that you just kind of have day to day, month to month, and because uh, you know that that's what's getting you from you know a to z oh yeah with the company and uh inside that uh you talked a little bit about the distro is that what you guys are pretty much distributing these uh your, your units on right now it's pretty much just online sales yeah so we're we're 99.9.999 percent online um but the cool thing is is you know when we first started doing this again this wasn't our intention to t basically create a brand and just take this thing yeah you know full time and um, we started out just thinking, you know, how can we, you know, sell some things like on Amazon or eBay and, you know, make some money on the side. And, um, but once it kind of took off and just kept kind of going, we couldn't keep up with it. That was when we re really had to sit down and, and think about, okay, I, we think we have a brand here and now we got to really start thinking of it in a different way than we initially did. And, um, and, and that's kind of what that's taken us to is now not solely focusing on sales channels like an Amazon or an eBay, but really focusing more on our website, more things that we can control. And, uh, and, and that's really what we do now is, is we really try to focus on the brand of it, our website, the social media aspect, but that was not the case early on. And, uh, uh, but those are still important sales channels. Sure. Yeah. What's that brand look like for you guys in your mind? Well, <laughs> I, I tell you lately, we've, uh, in addition to all that, what we've been trying to do too is, is grow uh, globally. So right now, I mean, we ship internationally all over the place. 
and Europe, South America, and even parts of Asia and Australia have been super, super hot. So that's kind of like where our next big focus is, is the international side of things, because CrossFit had the big boom here, you know, three, four, five years ago when it just became super, super popular. And that growth is now taking place in, in other parts of the world. Um, so I think that that's one of the big things and one of the big focuses for us at this point, too, is growing those uh, international channels. And we've seen a tremendous amount of success over there because, I mean, the U.S. is only one piece of the puzzle, sure. right? You know, so sure. just constantly figuring out ways that we can get the product to our customers over there. we got distribution centers in, in, um, in the U.K. And, and different things like that, too. So that's really helped. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so like the UK for the most part. I mean, I doubt like what other what other countries are like inside that realm that you guys are looking to market wise to kind of get into. Well, we have a distribution center in the UK. Oh, um, perfect. But it ships to all what twenty six yes. countries over there. Crazy um, in Europe. Yeah, in in Europe, and then yeah, like Australia, um, and we we have wholesalers all across the world too. So um, you know, we have wholesalers that are you know, placing orders and then they have their own websites or distribution channels as well. Oh, yeah. uh, but people just want the product, which is you awesome. Know, awesome. The demand, you know? man. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And then, you know, you run into out of stock issues, which everybody always says is a good problem to have, but it drives us absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, because all the sales you're leaving on the floor, right? Yeah, it's so frustrating, but it it continues to happen, so. Well, I ask about the branding stuff a little bit too, because we kind of uh, naturally did it, and we didn't realize the ramifications of it till later, but we aligning ourselves with the craft beer industry is Mm -hmm. kind of like naturally gave us a branding that we may not have been able to kind of just yeah. create on our own and you've got a very similar aspect of it the the crossfit is its own brand yeah right so you're kind of linking onto that do you guys see your branding in any kind of capacity that like like in a nike form or how do you guys see yourselves in that in that component well it, that's a great question and that's something that you know we definitely have goals for the brand and not just being just a crossfit brand uh, we cross over very well into things like bodybuilding, Olympic lifting, weightlifting, uh, powerlifting. And uh, it's something that um, it's one of our, besides the international piece, it's something that is, is just as high up there in terms of goals. So uh, we know that CrossFit is a very small percentage of the fitness industry. And there's so many other areas that the fitness industry can use our products as well. And so it's just a matter of continuing to get out there you know, whether it's getting to shows, setting up booths at competitions, shaking hands, getting to know people, um, and kind of a, a applying the same method that we did to get into the CrossFit space as into these other parts of the fitness industry. Um, so that's something we're excited about. We really are, because we know that that's, the sky's the limit in terms of, you know, getting out into the other parts of the fitness industry. Oh yeah, I mean, it really is. The ceiling is, un- like, you can't even see it. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, do you guys, you, being a former basketball player at Lake Central, I'll add, yep. did you, um, uh, do you have any like intentions of getting into like organized sports? You know, we talk about it all the time. Um, I think it is something we would love to do. Um, that is such a hard <laughs> part to get into. Sure. Um, I think it's possible, but uh, it's it's not something we're focused on at this moment. But I think I think there are opportunities for it down the road as we continue to grow the brand and, and be able to scale and be able to get into um, some of those opportunities. I'd love nothing more than to, you know, figure out a way to get in basketball. I mean, to me, that would be awesome. Heck yeah. That'd be awesome. So we're going to, if you got some ideas, we can talk about that. But <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. <laughs> when in my early 20s and I was jumping around a little bit, there was one job I had that was like, uh, I was stitching. Uh, it was like an embroiderer, but they were doing all the finger stuff for NBA players. So like during that 
01 to 04 run, I, I might have impacted the NBA <laughs> at a point zero 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 one percent because like it was like a- Allen Iverson's figures, yeah, oh, Kevin yeah. Garnett, and I would be the one stitching all their like initials and stuff on there. That's awesome. Reggie, Reggie Miller, you yeah. Reggie had him big time. Oh yeah, and, and they Indy, always so. had to put the fingers like the label <laughs> yeah. out too. It's yeah, the yeah. weirdest thing. But that was like in a shop in Leroy. They were making really? those. Yeah, like local. It's it's right so, there on two thirty one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's hilarious. It, it's, it's so crazy to to think about uh, businesses and where they came from. You know, like there's so many of those things around where people are just killing it. You know, oh they, yeah, they figured something out and they might be in the most you know obscure place in the world and they just got stuff going, man. But it's we love hearing those stories. It's so cool. So. The the Evo Shield story is pretty cool. Have you heard that no. one? What's so that? it's Gordon Beckham, who used to be the yeah. second baseman for the White Sox. His yeah. his uh, roommate in college is the one who came up with the the gear. And Evo Shield's a, like a heavy baseball um, mm-hmm. like training device. It's not mm-hmm. even training; it's more protection. The shield kind of component, kind of like taking a, like a liberty from Under Armour and that kind yeah. of yeah. Right. But essentially, it's like it's for elbow pads, it's for wrist guards, it's like the stuff they put on their foot to like not keep themselves protected from foul balls. Yeah. Um, but he they broke into the market using Gordon Beckham as like a influencer, right? And it just kind of kept going on. I'm sure you've seen it. It's got like a it looks like a V. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. It's yeah. like that came from nowhere too. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. You just don't know. I mean, how do you how do you predict it? You don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. If you it know. comes down to the sweat equity, right? If you guys <laughs> yeah. getting out there and yeah. really kind of making it happen. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So being from the region, being not from the region, what are some of the things you like about this area? Jake, in particular. Uh, <laughs> I'm really partial to Indianapolis because okay. I grew up there. Uh, <laughs> I really like our neighborhood because there's a million kids uh, in our neighborhood and, it, and it's safe and uh, my girls can go out and play and, and do all of that. I do like the, the community and um, you know the people, everybody's so friendly around here. So I do like that. Um, the restaurants could step it up a little bit. All right. you know? <laughs> Good to I'll, know. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> But I might be a snob when it comes to that a little bit, you know. So you're fr- are you living in Crown Point then? Yeah, we're in Crown Point. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Th- we are a little bit behind in the in the restaurant game. Yeah, I feel I feel like it could just, you know, be a little bit better. But I think they're working on it, right? So yeah, Provecho is a good step. It is good. That's it amazing. Good. Um, the Umi Sushi place you guys were yeah. talking about, yeah. I could always go there. Yeah, you I know? like Tavern. Tavern's good. Tavern's yeah. solid. But yeah. it's like you're right. There's like maybe four less antique malls. Right. <laughs> And three more restaurants There's would be really There's an awful nice. lot. Like, yeah. how, how are these places? Who's buying all this shit? I don't know. Someone. That's a crazy business model. Yeah. I had no idea. They rent out all that square footage, all those booths that just seems like it's organized chaos. Yeah. Every vendor has their own space in there. So they're, the, the way they stay in business is that the vendors rent out the space. Mm-hmm. If they were just to, like, actually have to take their own antiques, they would never be in business. Wow. Interesting. It's crazy. Maybe we that. need to look at yeah. that again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Next venture. Yeah. Uh, have you been to Velpo, though? You guys like the Love food Valpo. The food yeah. scene in there is definitely upgraded. That's immediately what I was comparing it to, I guess. Yeah. Without, <laughs> uh, without shouting them out. But, yeah, I, I, they, they got a lot going on out there. It's oh, yeah. Good. And, Nate, you're, nice from, you're from uh, Cherville, Dyer? Yeah, so, but I, you know, I didn't move up here until high school. Um, originally, I was down from the Indianapolis area also, so I do have a lot of, uh, you know, Look at uh, this. good experiences down there as well. Um, and then uh, before that, I was in Houston. Grew up in Houston, Texas. So no way. So you've been everywhere. Been a little bit. Yeah, been a little bit everywhere. Um, yeah. So, but no, I love the region. Went to high school up here. Um, really enjoy the area. That's why I'm back here. So, and my wife, of course, also is a big reason of that. But Crown Point um, too. Live in Crown Point now. Yeah, yeah. live in Crown Point yeah. now. 
Yeah. We, we love it, man. My wife and I have been here for like eight years and just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cool to be a part of a, a community, too, that's kind of on the rise, you know? I agree with that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, to talk about a ceiling. Yeah. Like, that's like one of the craziest things. We were talking with about doing the marketing for the courthouse at one point. Mm-hmm. And like, I would love to see like the naming rights of that place be sold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why not, right? Yeah. Why not? Know. Yeah. So where do you guys kind of see your business kind of going immediately? Like, I know you're talking the international market, but yep. in a combination of like, Units sold today to like how many units could it even get up to? I'm sure it's insane. And how many employees can you even scale up to at this point? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> that's a good question. I don't, I don't know because uh, we're taking it one day at a time right now. I mean, we've got goals and different things too, but we, we've experienced a tremendous amount of growth over the last, over the last three years. And um, I, I think there's still quite a bit left out there. And with the, the international side of things, it's going to be a, a quick ramp up period. Um, going forward yeah and you know we don't we also don't want to limit ourselves we want to you know the platform that we're on has is a very unique platform um, that can possibly launch into other aspects you know we've talked about possibly doing something with like a supplement you know something I think there's just a lot of different directions you can go you just got to you got to do the research. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to figure out if there is a market for it, if there's a, a big enough market for it to be worth doing, and then just you know continue to apply the same methods that we've been doing. Um, so I just think there's a lot of different directions we can go. Uh, it's just a matter of you know just like you said, taking it one day at a time, trying to figure out those directions, and then just once you decide, you got to you just got to go, got to dive in. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's it's exciting. I mean that's that's the ex- exciting part about it is. I don't feel like we're limited. I feel like there's there's so many things that we can do that you know it's what do you want to have fun with next <laughs> more than right, anything. Right, right. So and that's the fun of the growth, right? Yeah. It's like more doors are open to you than ever. You can kind of fanboy out a couple times. Like I'm sure getting to work out with some of the people that you were seeing from a distance is a fun day. <laughs> it's a hard right? day. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like stay on the side there. No, but. <laughs> The, the people in this community are amazing, you know, and, and the athletes and the, and the relationships we've been able to form over the last few years. Um, I think it's going to put us in a position going forward because it's, it's just a, it's a cool community. People are uh, really enjoy it and, and people, everybody's there to help each other, you know, so I think that's going to put us in a good spot. Awesome. Is, is there anything you want to like from like, uh, I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are drinking a lot of beer listening to this. <laughs> Because uh, that's who we've built an audience for already. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll drink beer with you. Okay, <laughs> we, do, we do like beer. Awesome. So then maybe that's where I can I can help you guys out. Yeah. You can start to kind of trade barter in some component. Yeah, I don't sure. know what I can do for grips, but I will wear those hoodies all day. That's <laughs> good. And maybe I'll get you guys beer for the hoodies, make the merch. Right. Well, we, we we have a uh, a showroom over in Merrillville, right off of Colorado Street. So if anybody ever wants to come by and say hello or, or check some stuff out or size it or whatever, we're happy to have them. And you know, we, we can be bribed with beer. Awesome. Yeah, we currently know. We, we still have a, a half keg um, of uh, from St. John Malt, Malt Brothers. So which one? Which um, which, which, which one beer? Uh, I don't know. It's one of their new ones. They just came out yeah. like in February. Yeah, they brought it out to it's the open lighter. house and uh, and set up shop for us. It was awesome. Damn, I wish I would have known before the open yeah, house. Yeah, I know. Promoted it. I know. What great. are we yeah, doing? No I know. We but anytime you're in the area, we yeah. do have a hoop inside. There we go. Uh, we love games and knockout. Actually, we run multiple <laughs> per day, which is always good. It's a nice break in the day. So no way. Yeah. You knockout. tell me what time I will be there. The only thing I can do is shoot a basketball. You just come by and then we play. Sounds good. Anybody that ever stops by. They have to play. We make them play. What are we doing after this? Yeah, like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I need to get a little. That, like I said, man, like that three days, dude. It's just been beer yeah. after beer. It's yeah. like I could use this a good sweat yeah. right now. 
Um, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely stop by. Is that so? Is that where you guys is like warehouses, or is it just yeah. a storefront? Both. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. got both. Yeah. Yeah. And we're at on Colorado. Do you remember where the Sports Authority was? Yeah, directly behind it. Directly no behind way. it. So right there on Colorado and Thirty. Awesome. Yeah, next to the old Gold's Gym used to be there too. And you guys are there all all week. Yeah. Yep. All right. I will give you a heads up. Yep. I will go out there yeah. and play some knockout. Yeah. Film got at. to. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, that'd be good. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So we had just one little piece. We had our uh, our grand opening, official grand opening over the weekend, and we made everybody at the party that was there <laughs> get into one gigantic game. No way. So like, at this point in the day, there was probably a good. I don't know. We got it on video but there was a good 50 people in line not everybody played but yeah. most everybody <laughs> so we had a game of like 50 people so people were like all the way through the warehouse like in a big old conga line you know knocking people out that is it awesome lasted a good 20 25 minutes nice for one game well the last two people had to be exhausted yeah they were, knock out 50. They were, one of them was duncan no way <laughs> oh, yeah no. that's serious i can see him he has the heart yeah, for it he, he has the yeah. heart oh yeah. yeah he's a competitor yep. i can tell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I love the uh I, all i can do is shoot man that's all i can do so i'm into any shooting activities of course or anything i'll be there perfect sure. um anything you guys want to kind of leave uh the listeners with um, no, we would love, we'd love to meet you. I mean, swing by. We're, we're, we're an open door, so um, come on by. And, uh, you know, hopefully this won't be the last time we'll be on here with you guys. We love podcasts. And, cool. You know, maybe we can bring you to one of our shows sometime and set up shops. So. I'd love that. I'd love, that. Cool. Cool. love the video stuff more and then uh, just because people, like, really open up to it. And I'm, like, more of, like, I really like to shoot. Like, I'm a, I'm a big time. Like, that's where I, I kind of feel like I'm an artist. So it's, like, that's where I try to be my art. So I enjoy that more. But I love the podcast. I haven't figured out how to do it publicly yet. Do I set up speakers and then promote, then broadcast yeah. it in there? Is that, I mean, essentially, is that what you do? Yeah, I think people would like that, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, yeah, why not? Did you do one like at, the, uh, like at the beer fests and different things like that, maybe? I think I could. Yeah. yeah I think enough you, pull to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Get, like, some different brewers in there, talk a little shop. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a great idea. I love it. Josh, work on that. <laughs> you and you, can, that drink, and you can drink beer. Yeah. And you can drink beer while you're doing it. You know, that's, like, that is one thing that is a myth. Drinking beer and podcasting does not mix. No? It sounds like it would be make it way better and yeah. I'm always ashamed of them the next day. Oh. Yeah. It's good why it's happening though. Where could everyone find you? Uh, bearcomplex.com. Awesome. Yep. It's complex with a K. It is, yep. Awesome. Great stuff, man. Yep. I appreciate you guys coming in here and then uh, maybe, like I said, we'll have to set up that shop or do some video. It'd be cool. Yeah, no doubt. Awesome. Thanks appreciate for coming it, on. Good. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank you. Awesome. Yep.